Hey guys, it's Roz, your host on Recharge, Rebuild and Restore. Come join me at 7pm every Sunday to empower people from all walks of life with life lessons, shared stories, tricks and tips for life. Come follow me at R3NRoth. Hey guys, welcome back to Recharge, Rebuild, and Restored. R3 with me, Ross. Welcome to the podcast. Well, today, what am I talking about? I'm talking about why do I run? Why do I run? Because it makes me feel free. It makes me feel great. It makes me feel strong. It makes me feel I can do anything and become anything. It makes me feel like nothing will stand in my way. It gives me clarity. It gives me um, uh, a way of um, looking at other things in my life and realizing that sometimes it's not important. It makes me feel like I'm an eagle. I can fly. I can reach the stars. I can climb the mountains. And I can run in the valley. That's what makes running makes me feel like. Running gives me an opportunity to... um, to do lots of things. It helps me improve my weight. It helps me improve my health. It helps me to compete in races and try new things. It, um, it is a lot of reason for running. Uh, it, I experience uh, my physical and my mental and my emotional benefits uh, of sports where it's a great reason for me to, to run. Um, I, why do I run? As a child growing up in in the Caribbean, which is Grenada, um, my mom, we didn't have a car, so everywhere you had to walk, right? And my mom would say to me, Ross, uh, she'd call me Rosso, uh, here, go do that for me or run an errand, and I would go. But she would say, I will speed on this on the ground, and if it's dry, it means that you was you didn't go where I, I sent you to. You did not go where I sent you to. So that in mind, I know I didn't want to wander. I didn't need to play with my friends because if you play with your friends and you get distracted, you know that when you get home, there is consequences. I don't like consequences. So what did I do? I run. I run everywhere. So if I had to go pick something up from someone, I run. If I had to go to the store and pick something up, I run. I ran to get back so I had no consequences where I have to not be able to do what I want to do or go where I want to go because I disobeyed and I wasn't listening. So that taught me how to be respectful, how to always be obedient to your parents. And that's why I run. I run because it makes me feel free. It makes me feel happy. It gives me opportunity to meet great people. So when I left Grenada to come to Montreal, I realized that there is marathons here. And I said, what? I can run marathons. And now I'm running for, how old is my oldest? It's 25. So I'm running for almost 22 years. Yeah. I used to run small uh, marathons, 5K, 2Ks, 1K, just to, to see how it feels running under on the, the roads, because before I used to only run in parks and trail runs. And now in a bigger city, you have to run different ways. So I learned to develop a more 
stronger love for running. And um, I remember the first time I ran a marathon, it was in um, Park Anchapur. And it was thousands of people. When you go out there, you feel amazing. You feel like, wow, this is all your family, your running family. And everyone is just just so happy to be there. I, I remember I had to get there for... Um, for seven o'clock and there was lots of traffic going downtown and I get up at five and my husband, my late husband said to me, where are you going to early world? I said, I have to run a marathon and I need to be there at time. Uh, and I left here at uh, five, uh, like five thirty. And when I got it, it was, it was like almost six, six o'clock. And luckily I went on time because not knowing how, it works in Canada. I had to go and register and find my, my babe and my T-shirts. And when I got there, everybody saying, welcome, Roslyn, welcome, Roslyn. I said, how did they know my name? But not, it didn't daunt on me. My name tag is in the front of my um, my shirt. So you get your, your pin and your babes and, and uh, your T-shirts. And if you want to take water or juice just to start. And everyone is all over the place just resting and stretching and, and taking the time to meditate for your run. So I was so pumped and I was so excited. So when you get there, you met all different kinds of people, different ethnicity, different culture. Everybody was just so excited to be there to run. And everyone was just cheering on, like, good luck, have a good run, have a good run. And you feel so amazingly like, wow, I'm going to do this. But my first run wasn't that great because it's the first time I'm doing this in Montreal, right? And um, I ran a 5K, and but I was under my time, but not the best time that I had. And and I feel great, and I say, whoa, I can do this again. And then the next year, I signed up for a 10K, and then the following year, I signed up for a 21K. And after 21K, I went full to 42K, and my first 42K run was in Ottawa. And... Um, my neighbor, which name is Steve, he said, let's run with me because he's running for almost, uh, to say, at least almost 40 years. He's running. And I said, okay, I'll run with you. But I couldn't keep up to his pace because he was super fast. But um, when we got to, um, when I got to Ottawa, he, um, he said, okay, we have to meet up to eat. I said, sure. I said, but I don't eat to, to run. I can't. And he said, no, no, we're going to eat at supper. So we met up and we met his family and another runner. And we sat and we ate together. And usually when you eat the last eat um, the last meal you eat before you run, usually it's pasta. Why? Or a carb so you can keep it for the morning because pasta um, carbs give you energy. And um, we ate. And he said, good luck. And we went to uh, separate places. And I was staying in a hotel at the, the night. And the morning I got up uh, really early, like uh, 5, 4.30, I think. And we had to walk because in Ottawa, just imagine, there is hundreds and thousands of runners, right? Hundreds, hundreds and hundreds, thousands of runners. And um, you have to find your way. And... It was really cool that everyone, because you go and you put on your bib and you put on your, your T-shirts and now you're excited to run. 
And everyone was like, go Ross, go Ross. And I'm just walking, just imagine. And it makes you feel like, wow, you can do this. And it was my first full marathon. I was so nervous. Like I said, I need to make my time. Because too, before you run a marathon, you have to train. So I trained for almost uh, four months. I started like the ending of December for the 1st of January. So usually the 1st of January, I start my, my training for my marathon the first day. And uh, I train and, and my, my, my pace was good. So when they started and you started to run, you're all excited, but you run for at least 10K and then you're still like, oh, wow. Okay, Ross, what did I put myself into? Because usually, just remember, I run 21K. So after my 21K, I see less people running. I say, where's everyone? What, what, what's going on? Nobody's running anymore. <laughs> but everyone slow down because you're running at 42k right 42k that's 26 miles and um when i get to 35k i say i can't do this anymore i was exhausted just imagine you're running and you have no like you have nothing left in you but the cool thing about ottawa marathon is that you run and everyone is on the street um, we, um, uh, everyone's on the street pushing you and screaming out your name and encouraging you to run and saying, go, Rosalind, go. And like, why are they calling my name all the time? But I forget it all the time. My name is on the back of my shirt. Go, Rosalind, go. And just running. And you had a great community and community and people is just encouraging you to run and pushing it around and they would spray water on you because it's so hot and then you have all this drink. But for me as a runner, I could not run and drink. So I have to run really light. So I take nothing in my body. So I learn how to develop the strength and to use my, my saliva to keep me going. So that's what kept me going, running. And I ran and I ran and I ran. And when I went, I got to the last five K, not even five, the last three K. I see I couldn't do it anymore. And I was crying, like, why did I do? Why did I put myself to do this? I can't make it anymore. I can't. And this woman from nowhere came and home and she said, We'll finish this together. And then I saw Steve. And Steve said, Come on, Ross, you can do this. And like, okay, sure. Uh-huh. And um, and I ran and I ran and I ran. And she held my hand and she said, we're gonna do it. And at the end, I can see people saying, go Roslyn, you can do this, you can do this. And I ran with my, when I say, yeah, let's go, let's go. We, we, we hold our hands <laughs> and we make it through the, the end. And I, I just, uh, I pass out, I throw myself on the ground because I was exhausted. Because but, but, but as a runner, whenever you finish a run, you should never, Stop, just continue going. So then they said, no, you gotta get up, you gotta get up. And I got up and and I tried to walk. Imagine your legs, you can't even feel your legs, you can't feel your arms, and you're just going with emotion. And then this lady just took water and they just sprayed me down and to cool down the temperature. And I walked around and it was just feeling so amazing. Like, yes, I did it. I did it, Ross. I did it. And I was just crying. And everyone was just screaming out. Everyone like, woohoo, we did it. We did it. 
and it felt so good. It felt free. I felt so free. I felt like, yes, I know I can do anything, no matter what no one say, no matter what no one tell me that, no, I can't. Oh, yes, I can. And I will prove to you that I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I will. Yes, I shall. And I know I'll make it in the finish line. And I know I did it. So, so that was my experience for my first marathon. And it felt great. And then I got addicted. I couldn't stop. I ran every marathon everywhere. I, I, I cannot do a running club. I tried. But for me, I run selfishly, right? I'm sorry, but that's just me. Uh, I Sometimes I run and somebody will talking too much or they don't run my pace. Or, and am I being selfish? Yeah, sometimes I need to be selfish and love yourself enough so you can love others. And for me, I will, I will support you. I will cheer you on. I will run with you in the end. I will run with you when I have to. But for me, I like to. So I can think as well. So I can think and I can meditate. I can reflect. I can have clarity. So that's why I have to do it by myself. Sometimes I run with, with my neighbor, Steve. And, and it's so cool. The last uh, few weeks ago, I was running and he met up with me. And he said, let's go, Ross. And I said, yeah, we're going to go together. But then in the end, I had to, um, I have to stop running because uh, he was super fast. So that's why I run. And uh, yeah, so I, I run in Ottawa. I, I was trying to run the Boston Marathon. And I missed it by just three points, guys. Three points I missed the Boston Marathon. And I said, you know what? I, I can't hurt myself to run. No. So I, I didn't get the opportunity to run. But I run in New York. I run in Washington, D.C. I run in Toronto. I ran in... Um, Oh, Wisconsin. I run everywhere, everywhere, and every I make an opportunity that any city I go to, I would run. I run in Paris. I run in London. I run. Um, I run in Mexico. I run in Punta Cana. I run everywhere. Everywhere I go for vacation, I would run, and I very grateful I have an opportunity that I can travel so I can. Run and I meet amazing people. You meet people with stories. I once I met this mom and daughter that is running together for almost um 29 years. And she says why she was running because her daughter thought she wasn't strong enough to do well in school and she didn't she didn't have the confidence, she had very low self-esteem. And the mom started to run and she said, if you can run and accomplish a marathon or a 5k or a 1k or a 2k you can do anything and that's how they start running and now they run all over the world they just came back from um at the time when there was no covid just came back from running um hawaii and they were telling me how it was an amazing run that they have done and and i should do it so yeah so i am open to to explore the world and run and um meet amazing family of runners because when you get together it's just the way they have respect for you on the road when you're running because if you're running and they see that you are faster than them with a the pace they will put their hands up so they will go to the side and you will continue running when you're in a marathon if they see you are low and you can't go they will run close to you 
to boost up your energy and to give you that little uh, push you need uh, and encouragement to keep on running. Or some will hold your hands and say, I'll run with you. I see people carrying people at the finish line because they just want them to make it to the end. So, yeah, it's a great community. Um, and for now, I'm running for two reasons. I run for alopecia a few years ago for my son, Jonathan, because he had alopecia. And we had um, helped him a lot. And I raised funds for the California Alopecia Society. And uh, he is doing pretty well. I run for that cause. I run for lots of friends that is going through different um, health issues. I will run for foundations. And now I'm running for my husband, my late husband, Lennox, Jay. I call him Jay. He's my Jay. Uh, because he passed away of ALS. And um, I, I find this great community that runs for ALS. And hearing the stories of husbands that lost uh, their wives, and wives that lost their husband, uh, sisters that lost their brothers, brothers that lost their sisters, and, and parents that lost their children to ALS. And just listening to their stories and seeing that they have the um, the strength to keep on going and ring in memory of them is just it's just something phenomenal. It's just that we when we see each other, we just have to scream when we pass each other, or we, when we make it to the finish line, we just have to scream because. You you don't you have to you have to understand that no matter what the memory lives on and Jay memory will always live on in my heart and um, to run and to to let him to know that not to let him know because he don't he can't and he will not know right now but to run and knowing that um, I'm running for a cause that can bring more research to be done for for the ALS Foundation and to help children that is fatherless or parents that um, feels that they lost their child too young or they could have spent one more time and they don't have the opportunity. They can save some, I can put a little extra for whoever will donate to the run we are doing on the 27th of June to help do research or to help a family with food or medication or um, just phone calls or just to help um, their family to that's going through for counseling. You know, there's a lot that the ELS do for the community and um, they have also um, um, Begrief um, counseling. They, they counsel everyone. There are social workers always there for you when you call. So that's why I run. I'm running right now on behalf of my husband that died of ALS. And I'm doing it for my children because I have two boys and one and girl. And I, and I pray and hope that they will find enough research that can help someone out there because I know everyone is going through in different ways when you lose a loved one. Some people may need help financially. Some people may need help um, mentally, emotionally, and giving giving back to the ALS community where I can do just a little part with your help. With your help, we can give back. Sharing joy with someone else. Just a little thing we do sometimes, give others joy, you know. 
sometimes we take the big thing for granted, but the big things is not important. The little things that's important. Yeah, let's let's go there and let's run to improve our our, our health, our mental state, our physical state, our emotional state, and it gives all this benefit. So lace up our shoes, guys, and don't be afraid to do this because I know we can, and I know we will, and I know we'll make it to the finish line, no matter what you do, walking, running, jogging, whatever you do, it doesn't matter. You can walk 5K or 1K. You can jog at a lower pace. It's okay. We all make it to the finish line together. It's not a race for the swift. It's a race who can finish it in the end. People, I know, sometimes you are ashamed or you are afraid or you're scared. And fear keeps us back because if we don't try, we wouldn't know. If we don't ask, we won't get the help we need. So let us, guys, I'm so passionate, you don't understand. It just uh, tear me up to know that. <laughs> I am... Um, I am. Um, <laughs> I'm doing this for Jay. Yeah. Lots of people just ask me, why are you running so much? I always get asked the question all the time. But some people will never understand, can see why I spend half my life training just to become a better runner. And I don't run fast. Don't get me wrong. I run slow. I take my time because I don't want to injure myself. Uh, you know, everyone is unique. Everyone have Gifts that prove to them with a purpose, time to be in the presence. I love feeling of being free in nature because I love running the, out in nature as well. Sometimes it makes me disconnect from all other things that I think is important and it's not. It makes me disconnect. It enchants me to connect with myself. It, it gives me Times I could reconnect myself, my mind, my mindset, my body. Look deep inside my soul and see where I'm going, what I'm about. What do I want out of this? You know? And it makes me to push harder. For example, I'll be running and say, okay, I see the stop sign. But I will run a little faster to pass that sign. And I'll pass it because it pushes me to go further and further and further. And the feeling pushing harder, the concept of battling, is battling within my own self, not with no one, and realizing my limit of what, I, how much I can go. But the real limit is the limit that I perceive that I can reach on my own. It also gives me the chance in my daily life to reflect on so much things, like, okay, so what's my day look like? Where am I going? Where do I start? You know, what's my finish? Okay, so, okay, so that's the, 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 go, 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 Ross. Yes, we can. Yes, we will. Yes, we'll do this. You finish and then you start your day. You feel so rejuvenated, refreshed. You feel rebuilt. Okay, so you want to start running. You don't know where to start. You don't know where to begin. The first thing, first and foremost, what you have to have is a good pair of running shoes. For a good pair of running shoes, that means that you have the stability to run well. You won't hurt your ankle. You won't hurt your back. And you have to know how to run as well. When you're running, you don't need to run 
too fast because you're just turning out, right? So you have the good preference issues. Secondly, go to the distance rather than time. So you don't have to say, oh, you know what? I have to run in 20 minutes a 5K. You're just starting out. Take your time. Run with your pace. Develop your endurance, right? You don't have to go too fast. You slow it down. You have patience. You don't worry about your pace too much because you're just starting. You just start. You don't have to run fast. And remember also to have rest days. So say, for example, you're going to want to run uh, seven days a week and you want to run five days. You break it down. You can run Monday and you rest on Tuesday. You run on Wednesday. You rest on Thursday. You run. On... For me, what I do, I have a big, uh, a long run and I have five small runs or I have a long run and two small runs or I have five small runs for the week. So for usually my Sunday or my Friday is my long run. I'll run a 21K because I'm training for marathons. I'll run a 21K on a Sunday or, uh, or I'll run a 10K for on, on a Friday morning before starting work. So I, I'll do that. Or you can just run a 1K. So today say I started a 1K on Monday. I rest on Tuesday. And Tuesday you could do something like you could do yoga or do just weight training. You don't have to do anything heavy, something light, because you're just starting out. If you are good at, at it already and you train a lot, so then you do weight training on Tuesday or you do yoga or you do kickboxing or you do Zumba or you do um, Thai karate. I don't know. You, there's lots of things you can do. Or CrossFit. There's lots of different exercises you can do. But to before you start to run back and back, uh, going back before you start to run, also try to do some stretches because it's really good. You stretch your leg, your, your calves, your arm, you stretch it out, you, st you stretch your neck, you turn, you know, so that when you start to run and you start training and changing your body because you're not used to that, you, you, you need to be more flexible. So try that as well. Remember also to have a rest day. Don't run every day and you don't take a rest day. Have a rest day. And you can join a running club if you like because then you can have tricks on how to have a proper diet, what to eat. Because some of the people run and they don't eat the right foods. You have certain foods you really need to eat to restore your, your cells, to restore your muscles, to, to give you endurance. To So you have to eat something with lots of carbs and lots of nuts and grains and drink lots of water. You have to have all this into your system to run. You can't be running and you're not having the right food you're going to injure yourself and it's not good for health. Um, also try to make running a habit. Don't do it just once a week or once a month and think you can run. You're going to hurt yourself and injure your body. So make it a, a habit for you. Say, for example, you know, today I'm going, this week I'm running four days a week. I don't, it's not, you don't have to be a long run. It could be a short run. You can run for 20 minutes. You can run for, Five minutes to start, and then you go 10 minutes, then you go 15, you go 20, then you go half an hour, you go one hour. That's when you could really, you train your body mentally, physically, and emotionally, and now you can start running more. Um, and don't, don't beat yourself up. Take breaks. You don't have to run super fast. No, you run 
You could do interval. You run, then you stop. You run, you stop. You run, you stop. You walk. Or you just rest and then you run again. You have to go to what works for you. You And then when you see that it's working for you, you push yourself a little further. You push yourself a little further to go more. And also, too, you can do a logbook. You can take a logbook and log how you run. But now with, with all this... Um, technology we have you could just use it on your phone or on your your watch and you can just time you and you can see your pace from where you were and where you are the time you started and you can do more or less if you so choose it's up to you so I always keep a um a running a log book or sometimes you just say well I'm gonna walk today today's my walking day or today's just my yoga day and I'm gonna run on on Wednesday uh, no, I'm not going to walk. I'm not going to run. We'll just do weight training today. And you have to do lots of exercise as well to strengthen up your muscles. I always try to have um, a little weight training to build muscles as well. Remember that you, you're a runner. It oft, you often hear someone would say, I am not a real runner. We are runners. Some just run faster than others. And I never met a fake runner. Because you all have to run. You can't be fake. Either you run slow or you run fast. It doesn't matter. We all can run at different times in our lives. So we don't have to beat ourselves up for that. Just take your time. It's no rush at all. As long as you make it to the finish line, that's what's important. You made it to the finish line. Drink lots of water. Restore what you, you burn out and don't be afraid to eat healthy. Just eat healthy. Okay? Eat really healthy. Take the time. Oh, yeah, we all have a cheat days. We're not perfect. We all, you know, but just try to eat healthy as you can and take the time to um to to do it. So I know we can. And I want to hear your feedback, guys. I want to hear you say, you know what, Ross, I tried this and it worked. Okay, we don't need to be perfect. Build a strong base before you start adding too much of the speed workout. So, for example, instead of you going to say, you know what? Oh, I ran one day. I think I could do a, a 10K tomorrow. No, take your time. Build a stronger base first. And then you, while you're building up your base, you'll get stronger with your speed. I start doing a running drill as well. You could do a running drill. And that will improve your your um your strength. You uh, you can do heel running. It will help you to have stronger legs. My legs is too strong, but because I I do so much um uh, heel running sometimes I I have to um try to say, ah I love it just love it I feel so free guys you don't understand I feel so free I feel amazing amazing. And don't, as I said before, don't skip meals because you run. You can't do that. You, when you run, you need to eat. You have to rejuvenate the cells and the muscles. You need to take care of it because if you want to be a, a good runner, and you, you, not for no competition, just that you feel good when you finish running, you know, you have to eat healthy. You really do. You have to because if you don't, you will feel it in your body. You will feel all the pain. Yes, and, and it's important to you know what you should do, guys. Have a massage. Yes, 
have a massage. Why? Because when you get a massage, this massage therapist, I have an amazing one. They will find all the little places that you don't think existed when you train. And they will try to take all the knots there. So when you go back running again, you can feel amazing and just continue running more and more and more because you're all feeling good inside and outside. Okay, guys, so I hope that helped. Don't forget, drink lots of water. You don't have to be fast. Take your time. Have great running shoes. Take a break. Uh, rejuvenate. Refresh. Rebuild. And then you go back and do it all over again. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. And don't forget to be um, there for the marathon on the 27th of June. I'm so excited. And uh, check out my, my podcast. Check out the links. I'll put all the links in there for you. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. Love you all. Love my family, my community. You guys make me laugh. You make me cry. You make me think. You challenge me to be better than who I am. You challenge me to take the time to listen to my own voice and then see how I feel through social media. And I appreciate you guys for that. So you guys have a wonderful week. Run when you can. Walk if you have to. Crawl if you must. Just never give up. Physical strength will get you to the start line. But mental strength will get you to the finish line. Mental toughness is finding fuel on an empty tank. If you train your mind for running, everything else will be easy. It's true. Running is a mental sport more than anything else. Your training is only good as you're thinking. So run. If you want to become the best runner, you can start now. Don't spend the rest of your life wondering if you can do it. Priscilla Welsh. Hey guys. Please don't forget the Archery and Rawls Run, supported by the ALS of Quebec. It will take place this summer on Sunday, the 27th of June, from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Run a 3K up to a 10K, your choice. Please share this wonderful event with all of your friends or as many people as possible to support the run, or you can just donate. Check out the link in my podcast. Peace. I feel the love, I receive it, and I'm giving it right back to you guys. Thank you.